Who may or may not exist. Mm-hmm. How are the two of you doing? I'm doing fine and dandy. Just got my payday too, so I'm happy. Huzzah! Woo. How are you, DJ? I'm doing alright. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. How about you, Gingy? How are you doing? You know, I'm doing fairly well for the most part. I uh, found uh, Xbox One controller for sale on uh, GameStop, and I couldn't pass it up, and it looks gorgeous as hell. You have to send a pic now. Uh, of course I will. I'll send it uh, right in podcast record, and I have it sitting on my Call of Duty uh, Monkey Bomb controller holder. It is the for the audio listeners. It is a Gears of War red controller. It has the Crimson Omen on the left side. It has uh, claw marks over the four buttons. And the real cool part about it is that it has grooves in the controller. But I did in fact post a picture to podcast record. Yes, I see it. It is beautiful. Oh yeah. Uh, is that the uh, is that Gears four or five? Four. Five is the one that's kind of grayish and white that has the controller stand to match it. So boring. Yep. <laughs> it looks I mean, good. Come on. I mean, you could just get the uh, red charging stand for that one. I'll have to look into it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't find find one. But at the same on the same hand, I didn't really look hard enough. But anyway, with that being said, you know, let's make that phone call. We'll be right back. Well, yes. I see. Good news, everyone. And welcome back to the news. You guys got some stuff to talk about for this week. Uh, the major Pokemon news we are saving for the topic. I'm not going over the Pokemon Direct here, but to give you your Pokemon uh, update, because quite a lot has dropped. Uh, for Cafe Remix, Mewtwo has returned, or will return. Uh, and, and that's as far as Unite goes. Uh, during the, the Pokemon event, uh, for Pokemon Unite, starting tonight, so uh, as you guys are listening to this, it's live now until September 1st, a special mode where only Pikachu can battle will be running. Pikachu will replace all the Pokemon in the wild, as far as the only Pokemon that players can play as is Pikachu. Gigantamax Pikachu will be replacing Zapdos. 
Uh, Pikachu Hollowware will also be available in the store as well, starting October 14th, or October, Jesus. August 14th, special missions will be available to celebrate the Pokemon World Championships. A special gift code will be released during the live stream for special trainer apparel. And Niantic and the Pokemon Go department has announced quite a couple of things. Um, They announced a global tie-in for Pokemon Go Fest Sapporo this weekend. When it begins, there will be a collection challenge alongside spawns of Paris, Bellsprout, Hopip, Suncurrent, Cherim, and Cottony. If players complete the global challenge during the event, a Ultra Unlock will come during the Bug Out event and the Zigzagoon uh, Community Day event. And speaking of Bugged Out, this event will be running uh, from August 10th through the 16th. It'll feature various spawns, you know, like Caterpie, Weedle, Ladybug. You know, typical bugs. Uh, the new Pokemon that will be featuring during this event will be the Grubbin lines. You know, Grubbin, Chargebug, and Vicavolt. And we're getting the Mega Pokemon debut of Scizor. And what's an event without a brand new shiny being introduced in Pokemon Go? We're getting the Venipede line. So Venipede, Whirlipede, and Scolipede will be the new shinies. We are also getting what looks like to be the uh, Ice Drive Genesect. Let me double check on that one super quick. Yes, it looks like the Ice Drive Genesect will be in five star raids. So yeah, fun fun stuff. Go go get your bugs. It looks like there will also be a collection challenge that will net you 15,000 experience points and a bug catcher pose. It's uh, super interesting. And I guess uh, that is it on the Pokemon Go field. Uh, Let's see. Yep, that looks like it's about it, minus all the the uh the big stuff. Do you guys have anything? Uh I'll go with some Elden Ring modding. One second, let me just pull up the article. From PC Gamers uh uh Tyler Culp published the day ago. Elden Ring modder chops down giant toad tree for a performance boost. Uh, Elden Ring is, essentially, a game about people with different beliefs about a big golden tree. Some say it's God's grace made manifest. Others think it has an unnatural grip around their mortality and should be usurped of its power. Uh, K4 Richard, a disciple of the Church of Nexus Mods, believes the tree is soaking up a little too much of the frame rate, so they got rid of it. Uh, in Remove Urtree FPF Boost, uh, slightly misspelled mod because it's Urtree with the word, two with the words together, uh, for Elden Ring, K4 Richard deletes the centerpiece of From Software's sprawling action RPG. That's like plucking the Death Star out of Star Wars or the ring out of Lord of the Rings. Although their goal is to free up some frames, K4 Richard might have just written fan fiction that turns Elden Ring from a 100-hour adventure to a 20-minute short story. K4 Richard's only other mod removes part of the model for one of the game's final bosses, who is notably put near the Earth Tree. 
Seeing this, I asked a for Richard if he had something against the golden tree. Uh, quote, the closer I got to the earth tree, the more demanded the game became. End quote. Richard, K. Richard uh, told me out of a struggle to maintain a stable frame rate in Elden Ring's second half, it's fitting that in the final sections of the game, the physical and thematic core of the world held them back from finishing it. Uh, K4 Richard plays the game on a five-year-old graphics card, the NVIDIA Geoforce GT, GT 130, uh, I believe I have that one, an anonymous tree wasn't going to get in their way. So they did what the NPC gamer would do and fixed it themselves. Uh, quote, the earth tree and a bunch of particle effects that were clearly the root cause of the problem. After removing the tree and a couple of particles, I was able to play at 30 FPS on a low NPC. A whopping 15 frames increased on a GT uh, 1030. This mod has practically lowered the graphics card requirement for the game, they wrote. Uh, to install the mod, you need to have Mod Engine 2 for Elden Ring, which is available for free on GitHub. You can then take uh, K4 Richards file, drop it in on the mods folder with the Mod Engine 2 directory, and load the game with a custom offline mode launcher. If you want to get rid of the particle effects too, you'll need this mod. Uh, slight, uh, there's a link in the news article with slight spoilers for a major story event. Uh, I can see why K4 Richard committed this sin against the tree worship being old in order. Uh, deleting the tree increased my rate, uh, my frame rate by around five to ten frames per second. On modern hardware that can already run the game at a constant 60 FPS, that's not a big deal. But for low spec PC gamer. This could be key to finishing the game. Don't look too closely though. A few branches remain suspended in the sky, and there are the K4 Richard plants to fix in a future update. I didn't get a chance to ask what K4 Richard is going to delete from Elden Ring next, but I have some ideas. What is Elden Ring's quest to become the Elden Lord like when the Elden Throne gets removed to the cycle bin? Nobody likes Kaelid, what if we erase it? There are tons of things in Elden Ring that I prefer not to deal with. I think the game needs more mods that aren't afraid of shaving a little off back. Uh, so I find this, uh, personally, I find this hilarious and also incredibly poetic in a way. And I'm glad. Uh, so that's it for my new segment about the, cool. the BBJ. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to start with the actual article and end with the Dokkan news. To... Potentially wash out some of the bad taste, but depends on who's listening to this part. <clears throat> so this is an article coming from Bloomberg, written by Jason Schreier, who's very famous if you've heard of him. Uh, a report on Rockstar Games cleaned up its frat boy culture in Grand Theft Auto 2. The subheadline being, with a new tone at the company and a change in creative direction, GTA 6 will probably feel very different from its predecessor. And it's that when this article released, it threw some wrenches into the gears for a lot of people. So. so to start things off, uh, essentially, I'm not going to read the whole article. If you guys want to read it, it's on Bloomberg. Uh, but the gist of it is Rockstar has had a bit of a frat boy culture, like, like Blizzard kind of did back in the day. Though it doesn't seem like it was that extreme. It definitely looks like they've moved in a more progressive progressive way and have changed a lot of their policies to make things better and eliminate crunch time. A lot of people are happy to work there, but 
from the way they're talking about it, it may be affecting, it may end up actually affecting Grand Theft Auto 6 in the same way a lot of us are afraid of how the new Saints Row is going to be changed. In other words, Grand Theft Auto 6 may not be the very satirical, no-holds-barred adventures we're used to in Grand Theft Auto could be a much cleaner experience. I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about GTA being simmered down because that's not the whole point of the of the series. Yeah, which is why it's definitely thrown a lot of people for loop. Um, I mean, personally, I don't think they should be trying to change the tone of Grand Theft Auto. I mean, that's kind of the big appeal, is that it doesn't hold back on anything. No matter what it is, GTA is going to shank it. <laughs> uh, also, that there's currently planned that GTA 6 will be a live service... Starting with one map and eventually adding more. And it will have two main characters being a crime duo of a male and a... It's the series' first female main character in a kind of homage to Bonnie and Clyde. Now, a lot of people are taking the female angle, thinking a lot of people are upset about that. I don't... It's the dumbasses in, like, the, the dredges of the internet that care about the female thing. A lot... A lot of people I see that are wary now is because of this, where it could GTA basically could end up being sanitized from how this report is reading. And I don't think anyone wants Grand Theft Auto to be sanitized. No. Grand Theft Any Auto thoughts, is Grand Theft Auto. Um, I uh, I have I have. I've just decided to just not pay attention to Grand Theft Auto lately because the entire business model that uh, Grand the uh, is Rockstar, right? The yep. Rockstar has been pushing with GTA, uh, just with everything that they've done to keep the game alive. The GTA Five uh, just screams at me that these people must be stopped and that they should fail at what they do so they understand that they should stop being so abusive towards the customers. That is my thought process on them as general. So, uh, Grand Theft Auto as a whole, I've, I've never been a big fan. I've never I'd never played like Vice City or any of those others. The only game I ever played was GTA 5 and GTA 5 is a pay-to-win plus or fuck piece of shit. So, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's how much I care about them. Thanks to me only playing that one, I guess. But Dom, they cleaned up their act. They're not abusing their employees anymore, so now they have to abuse someone. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, the, the Grand Theft Auto V being on every single major console since its release has been a bit irritating, and the pay-to-win casinos. Oh, yes. But I don't think that affected the story mode, which I think is the biggest thing. I mean, I don't... I don't know a whole lot about Grand Theft Auto Online. I don't know about the online mode much other than that. I know a lot of people are able to do some s stupid stunts with it, which are good for YouTube videos, but... I mean, if you're actually doing the pay-to-win stuff in Grand Theft Auto V, there's something wrong with you. There, you. You need something else in your life, man. You know, 
I can say I, I've beaten the GTA storyline, and I have played GTA, GTA Online. Legitimately, I only grinded up enough in that game to really unlock sticky bombs, and then just to have trolling banana fun. I don't, I don't understand why people put money into GTA Online. I don't know. Just, just back have. to regular mode. I never have. I got it for free on Epic, and I didn't put a single cent in since. I mean, if you really want to just have stupid fun, just just put the cheat codes in in the main game. <laughs> Do mods. What? What? Why? Why you got to be doing it in the online mode? I mean. You can just do private servers with friends if you're that eager to do stuff online. That's true. Anyway, those are the fears for GTA 6. It's probably still ways and ways and ways away. Uh, I think it was originally estimated to be 2024, 2025, but uh, others are saying, oh no, it's probably going to be much longer than that. So be prepared to play GTA 5 on the PS6 and whatever the frick Xbox doing. Uh, it's uh, Xbox 720 Squared Alpha is going to be the next Xbox. one. Xbox! Jontron. <laughs> I did not think of him at all. I just, I, just the voice came to my head. <laughs> okay, so on the on the Dokkan end, uh, JP's kind of quiet at the moment. It's going, still going through the pan celebration that we reported on last time. Um, as we are recording this, it's about seven hours until uh, the EZA for the GT Trio, the LRGT Trio drops and makes them powerful, as well as we are getting our ninth Prime Battle LR being LRTN from the Saiyan Saga doing his uh, last tri-beam. Unfortunately, the card art is sanitized, so he still has both limbs. Boo. Uh. We at All least right. need to get sometime a future Gohan in this game where, that's missing his arm. I mean, come on. Also, I can't... Whenever TN comes up in conversation, I I think I think back to that one clip in Abridged where he's constantly firing that triangle beam from his hands at Cell. Fuck <laughs> Super Saiyans! Fuck power levels! You! Awesome. Ah, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Blow yourself up or leave, I don't care which. Anyway, on the global side, this past couple days, uh, this week marked uh, part three of the seven-year anniversary, where we got a bunch of easy A's. We got the easy A for the free-to-play cards, being the LR, Go the LR Teen Gohan, Goten, and Trunks card. Uh, an easy A for the Goku and Chi Chi as well as the Vegeta and Bulma those are all live and pretty easy to get and you need to awaken them to get all the tickets for the 77 unit summon which is it's worth it get, get your 77 units it comes with 3 free LRs no cost and we also got the easy A's for the 3rd anniversary units being the uh Super Saiyan Goku and Vegeta that can turn into Vegito, and the Angel versions that turn into Gogeta. Hmm. So now they're a lot better. They can tank now, somewhat. Although they're still only really good when they fuse. So they're only really good in long, long form ones, because they still take 
like six turns to change. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it on Dokkan for the moment. Now we just need to wait as there should be a, a final part to the anniversary where we'll get the LR Super Saiyan 4s easy aid, which would be nice. And then most likely we'll probably have a small break, and then I think it'll probably be the worldwide celebration time, which who knows what they're doing for that. There's no, like, leak or anything? No, it's still too far away. Gotcha. There's always some rumors about what the theme's gonna be, but right now it's just way too up in the air. I think, I think the major rumor right now is the potential for an LR for a new LR Spirit Bomb Goku and an LR Kid Buu. That'd be cool. Which it's so weird that Kid Buu is the only major villain so far that has not had an LR. Really? I could have sworn we had an LR Kid Buu. No, the only there's the there's a couple LR Majin Boos, the LR uh, Boo Tangs that turns into Boo Han, and that's it. Damn. So I think that's it for my news. All right, you guys, we're gonna cut it here and go into the next segment. Catch you on the uh, the uh, flip side. Alright, welcome back to the next segment, you guys. Uh, Dom, what have you been doing? I have been playing a lot of Inscriptions Casey's Mod. I've decided to give it a go and see how well it went. And it was fun! It was really fun. I really loved it. Um, it I decided to do that and also have been playing a little bit of... Uh, Mordhal again. I've gotten back into the grind. That is this fucking game. I just, I just, I just, I just, I don't know. Mordhal has a way of pulling me back to like a fucking masochist, but it's okay. It's okay. I've, I've decided to go full fucking troll mode, and I've been making my characters look like Lord of the Rings characters. And I've got the entire um, fellowship already made in the game, made the faces as close as possible. I've made like fucking uh, I don't know. I, I've made like uh, the Witchers. Uh, I made um, I made the Novigard, the other knights. I made like I basically used Mordhau to make fantasy characters and just play with them and rage after a couple of hours. And then just a lot of inscriptions. Been trying to get the uh, game, uh, trying to win the game, trying to get the Casey's mod ending and all that stuff. I've been told that it's a lot of fun and there's a secret that I'm going to love and I'm going to be streaming that uh, hopefully uh, on Twitch if not um, just on Discord for some friends depends on whether you guys want to watch it and yeah that's what I'll be doing I've, and I've also been considering buying Raft uh, I'm not entirely sure yet but I, I, I might do it in the near future cool uh, DJ what have you been doing my guy uh, well, since we last talked, the Kingdom Hearts retrospective celebrating the 20 years of Kingdom Hearts is over. Kingdom Hearts 3 has been completed to the best of my ability. Unfortunately, could not could not beat the final ending boss on stream. I'm going to try and do that myself, but it still gave us an ending. So we beat Remind, so now it is over. And since I've been sick this week, I have no streams this week. Uh, we'll see... Out goes. I do have the next game set up to start. 
let's just say we're going to learn about the rules of nature. What? If you don't get that, you're just going to have to wait to find out. Oh, boy. Other than that, uh, I've been doing Dokkan, just getting easy A's and stuff, and I got doing some link leveling. I finally got my Super Saiyan 4 LR. All of my LR Super Saiyan 4s are now finally all link level 10, so that's nice. Even the new Gogeta. Uh, oh, it'll be nice when we get the know, new levels to the link level. I, I want to take a guess here, DJ. Uh, would you, if, if I get it right, would you confirm it? Maybe. You said rules of nature, right? Yep. Metal Gear Revengeance? You're going to have to wait to find out now, won't you? <laughs> That's totally what it is. <laughs> or is it? Anyway, turn, in the, turn on the stream. It's just Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm kidding. I'm never going back to Animal Crossing. That game is so damn boring. Oh, controversial take, everybody. I'm sorry, but once you get the island finished and you've paid off the debt, it's so boring. You might as well just be playing a mobile game. Hey, am I wrong? Yes. Don't drag mobile games into the dirt. We've already done that several times. There's a whole episode <laughs> on it. Anyway, my turn. <laughs> His soul dies every time. Speaking of mobile games, I have been playing Pokemon Go. Uh, earlier today, um, I caught a shiny Palkia. Because Palkia is in five-star raids and... That was the last shiny I needed to complete my uh, legend trio with. So, you know, I now have a shiny Dialga, Palkia, and Garatina. So, you know, the OCD part of me is content. I uh, have been playing a lot of Jurassic World Alive as well. I joined a uh, lovely server uh, on Discord that primarily deals with JWA. And, you know, a lot of cool guys over there I've been doing some raids with and... Uh, after talking with a few of them, you guys remember the dinosaur I talked about being my boy, my Thorad Dolosaur? I remember it a little bit, yes. Well, apparently he is, like, top-tier best dino as far as damage output goes when it comes to some of these raids. And so now, while I already have Thor, I uh, have him up at level... Let's see, because I can double-check right now, because I do happen to have JWA pulled up. For the simple fact, um, the the new pass rotated in, and I'm trying to finish the pass out. Uh, I have him at level 25. The cap is 30, and you can also get uh, stat boost for dinos. So I've been... It's, it's like you, you take Mount Everest and stack it three times on top of each other. That is the amount of grind work that I'm going to have to do to you know, make Thor even more of a fucking tank. So it's it's gonna it's gonna take a minute. Uh surprisingly enough, I've dabbled into an MMO again that I haven't touched in years. And I started playing uh, Adventure Quest three D again. 
You know, fun a fun game. I played Battle on uh, since I was a kid. May or may not stream Adventure Quest 3D. I mean, it really just depends on my motivation and or if there's enough interest for it. Um, I have been streaming BN6, because as far as our Battle Network retrospective goes, uh, we beat Dive Man, and we just got to the Gregar form in the game. So, you know, fun, fun shenanigans there. Uh, I did start streaming uh, Twilight Princess earlier, because I, f- I found the GameCube, I found the capture card, got all that set up, so I will be doing weekly Legend of Zelda runs with Twilight, because, you know, that's the best, best, uh, best Zelda there. But that... Mm-hmm. I think that covers it. I don't think I've done anything else, so we're gonna go ahead and jump into the topic that I'm sure we're all excited to talk about. Yeah, we'll, we'll be right back. Alright, you guys, welcome back to the topic. We're going to be talking about the Pokemon Direct that was earlier this morning as of the 3rd of August. First thing and foremost, I'm going to fucking call it. Fuck card games on motorcycles. We need pocket monster fighting on motorcycles. <laughs> uh, need running running Pokemon battles? <laughs> exactly. Just jogging and throwing balls at each other. So, first and foremost, you know, I got a fancy list up. Uh, through this trailer, I guess we'll go ahead and start with this. We were given the name. The oh, you do? Cool. Yep. I'll also pull that up as well. Um, players will be able to traverse the new region called Paldea. The Paldea region. Spain. Yeah, it's basically it's Spain. If anybody knows that song, I love you. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm pulling <laughs> Sorry, up the thing right now. It. No, you're good. You're good. I'm just make sure I'm pulling up the list as well. See but yeah, news. we get the new Paldia region. And what seems to be for a first... We get the legendary Pokemon near the start of the game. Wait, really? What? Well, look how important they are, according to the trailer. These things are the only way to get around the dang place. Oh, wait. Huh? Wait, hold on. They are actually motorcycles. Of course they are. We all knew that. We just saw their bellies and saw the fucking tires. Okay, can can we make a quick comment like about Coridon's uh, uh, <laughs> like real quick you guys because I mean we've seen the trailer for him does anyone else find it hilarious as hell that Coridon's arms and legs are flailing while you're moving around it's just more kind of wiggling I, 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 I find it I find it funny inflatable tube, it, what it was the inflatable tube with wacky tube man <laughs> wacky inflating uh, arm flailing tube man wacky, wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man Wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> I need Beautiful. to find that sound bit right the fuck now. Uh, yes, you... based on based on how the video portrays it, these things are supposed to join us on our adventure. So I have a feeling, not too far into the game, we're going to get these things. 
maybe not as battle partners, but definitely very much like the uh, Latias flute and Latias flute in Omega they, the Eon flute. If they are the only way to travel, uh, like, are they literally the only way to travel? Or maybe after beating a certain area or a certain boss area, they just bring us along to the next area and then we can't see them again? No, they're the only way to travel. Jesus, okay. Because not only do they cross land, they go. They also go across the water, they go up mountains, they fly. This is oh. all of the ride Pokemon in Legends, and, Legends Arceus in one. Hell yeah. And it's also unrestricted, according to this. Ride your legendary Pokemon and traverse the expansive Paldea region and explore every nook and cranny together. Sprint through plains and deserts, move across water, scale cliffs, cross hills, and glide off peaks. Enjoy a fresh and liberating adventure that only an open world can provide. So yes, this was also definitely confirmed. It is a fully open world RPG. And they even they even confirmed that you can there are the what three major storylines? Yes, there and, are three storylines. We have only had one be confirmed and that's our classic gym battle tale. Mm-hmm. So there's two other storylines, and from the sound of it you can do them in any order, because you can do the gyms in any order now. Speaking of gyms, do you wanna I guess we're not talking about NPCs yet, talking about the general. I mean, for the most part, um, I suppose we can talk about the gameplay as well in this section. Because we didn't get a whole lot with the Baldia region. I mean, we have a map of the place, which is nice, and you can definitely see where it connects to uh, Kalos, which, which was the French region. So French, Spain, pretty should be pretty close. Mm-hmm. And there's a big old cavern in the center of the country covered in fog um, I don't think that exists in Spain but if it is Spain just got a whole lot cooler in my book but <laughs> pun intended I doubt, I doubt there's a hole in the center of Spain there's a hole in the center of Spain sorry <laughs> I know that might be a little later and so uh, now um you, you may be thinking to yourselves, guys, like, what's the gimmick of Gen 9? Ah, uh, yes. Here, so, here's the thing. Pokemon shine and glimmer like gems thanks to the Terrastall phenomenon. What is the Terrastall phenomenon? Uh, this phenomenon is found only in the uh, Paldea region. It makes Pokemon shine and glimmer like gems, quite fucking literally. When and they po- get a hat. They get a hat. <laughs> When a Pokemon uh, terrestrializes, a Terra Jewel appears above the Pokemon's head like a crown, and the body glistens like a cut gem. Uh, It's said that the terrestrial energy that sleeps from the ground of the Paldea region is involved in the phenomenon. Many details unclear, blah, blah, blah. Uh, The Terra Jewel... Um, It's basically like what the Crystal Heart does in Ponies. Oh my fucking god! And except, except they also get hats. They get big. They, big they hats. do, depending on the type. Uh, we we have seen a few scenes of you know the the Gen Nine starters. So it looks like the Terra Jewel for Grass type Pokemon are going to have flowers on top of the Pokemon. The fire uh, is just chandelure. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That that's easiest way to sum it up there, DJ. Fire types will have the chandelure. God damn it! 
We'll have and the water, candles. The water type is a big old water spout, and the normal is a giant gem. Exactly. Uh, and all Pokemon in the Paldea region will be able to terrestrialize to gain this special power. Uh, for example, in some Pokemon, or I guess a Pokemon's Terra-type is inactive until the Pokemon terrestrializes, at which time the Pokemon's type will change. So, for example, some Eevee will have a normal Terra-type, but there will also be special Eevees that will have a different type. Like, for example, given in the trailer, Eevee will have a flying Terra-type. There are 18 types, meaning there are countless combinations of Pokemon and Terra types. So this is phenomenal. Like, I can already see some uh, PvP shenanigans here. Uh, Terra-stalizing uh, a Pokemon will enhance your battle strategies by increasing the power of any moves to have the same type as the Pokemon's Terra type. So it's, it's, it's Stab, like we know it, but Stab on top of Stab. Although it is interesting that this is a type overwrite. Right. So, like, if you... When you have a Pikachu that turns into the flying type that's we'll talk about in a few minutes, uh, it becomes a pure flying type. It loses the electrical type altogether until the transformation's over with. Right. Uh, and you can terrestrialize a Pokemon once per paddle, and the transformation will last until the battle ends. So it's like Mega Evolution. So it's only temporary, it's not permanent. And you will need a Terra Orb, which is a brand new item to terrestrialize a Pokemon. Only select trainers in the Paldea region are allowed to carry this special item. Once you terrestrialize a Pokemon, and that's going to take a minute to say without biting the tongue, your Terra Orb will lose all of its terrestrial energy and you will not be able to use it again until it's been recharged. You can charge your Terra Orb if you touch enough crystals with the overf overflowing with terrestrial energy or go to a Pokemon Center. Which happens to also lead in to a special bonus, which is like, you know, the early bonus gift that they always do. Um, by purchasing Pokemon Scarlet or Violet early, you will receive a special Pikachu. Uh, that is capable of uh, terrestrializing. Uh, this Pikachu, this particular Pikachu, will have two unique characteristics. It will know the move Fly, which it cannot normally learn, and its Terra type, can you guess, is Flying. You can receive this Pokemon via, you know, the Get Via Internet from the Mystery Gift feature in the game up until February 28th of 2023. And, and it does know that it'll take about now about. Uh, 60 to 90 minutes of playtime before you can get the mystery gift feature in this game. Right, and then of course, Which you know... it's actually shorter than the previous games. Wasn't it two hours last time? Yeah. And now, one of, one of the biggest features that honestly, I am so hyped for, and DJ... Yeah, I was about to say, DJ, I swear to God, man, we're both streaming this, presumably, right? Oh, definitely. So, we're gonna play together. <laughs> So we already so, know that you can play Pokemon with, with trainers around the world, you know, by trade and like battle. This. But not for like those this. those that have been begging for it, this is an actual co-op mode. Exactly. A live co-op mode. And you may be thinking, <laughs> well, technically the wild area was Sword and Shield. Yes, while technically nah, when you nah, are nah, connected, nah, nah, nah. It, this is nowhere even close. Your adventure is bound 
excuse me. Your venture is bound to be more enjoyable by playing with friends. Cooperating to beat Terra Pokemon in Terra raid battles. And sometimes even testing your skills against each other. Uh, additionally, with the new Union Circle feature added to the Poke Portal, you and up to three friends can adventure together in the same space, cheering each other on as you battle wild Pokemon or showing... It, this is what I'm excited for. Cheering each other on as you battle wild Pokemon or showing each other the Pokemon that walk along with you. Following Pokemon. Uh, there is no single way to enjoy playing using the Union Circle. You can wander around together or spend time with your friends how you want to. Obviously, in the, uh, in the Poke Portal, the two features allow you to enjoy trading. Link trading and surprise trading makes a return. And if you don't know what a surprise is, um, you will connect with the random trainer. And before you connect with the said trainer, you pick a Pokemon. So, you know, I'll you know, pick a Pikachu, for example. And once I connect with another trainer you will get a random Pokemon back. So I could receive a, a Mewtwo randomly. It's super cool. And obviously you are able to battle trainers as well, but I can, I can just see so much fun just being able to play multiplayer like this in the same open area to actively see the players, you know, move around and not just like, um, you know, like a computer-generated path of the character icon for your friend. No, you are seeing their live movement as you guys are playing together. Stop making me want to play this game. You fucking should. <laughs> I fucking got my payday. I've got money. I don't want to use it. Pre-order it. Save it like a bitch. responsible adult. You fucks. <laughs> Get a switch and get Pokemon. And I but I don't I shouldn't. Dom, do it. Do it. Do it for us. Do it for us, Dom. Gingy, oh. you know what this fix you know what this does? It fixes Pokemon. That it does. Because now, if you have someone with the other game, you could just go into their game and catch the version exclusives. That it fucking does. You don't have to trade anything. Oh, ah. And now, as we uh, referenced earlier, uh, the story unfolds the way you want to. There are three grand stories into your adventure as you meet Pokemon you've never seen before and unique characters. Um, and DJ, once we get to that, I'll let you take over so I can give my voice a rest. Uh, these titles have the hallmark Pokemon story of going into gyms and, be and aiming to become champion, but there is no set path. You can go to whichever gym you want to in the challenge order that you desire. Uh, is this like the fucking Skyrim and open world of Pokemon? Hell yeah, it is. Fuck? Yeah, Furthermore, uh, there are two other grand stories beside, besides your pursuit of becoming a champion, and many trials and tribulations await you in those stories as well. Uh, please look forward to finding out what those kind of stories are. Furthermore, you can freely go back and forth between all three stories, allowing your adventure to develop in the way you want it to. Some may want to reach the rank of champion and rush through the gyms, while others might want to adventure at their leisure, at times searching for a Pokemon or meeting all sorts of people. Everybody can explain, can experience the game they want to. Uh, the Paldea region has a Pokemon League, go figure and a special class of pro-rank Pokemon trainers who have achieved the champion rank. 
These trainers have grown with their Pokemon to be able to dazzle the audiences with their skills in battle. These facilities are called Pokemon Gems. Uh, okay, so I'm reading through all the stuff we already know. And we have the first uh, gym leader that was revealed. Or, you know what? That goes into characters. DJ. Uh, yes, I will go into characters. First off, following that, we do have our first gym leader, Brusha, who is an ice-type gym leader. Now, Jinji, what did you think of this gym leader when you first saw them on screen? I thought the gym leader was a girl. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's a trap. That's a guy. And of whom there is already an insurmountable amount of Rule 34 art of. Oh, definitely. And a lot of the early stuff was just thinking it was a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is a guy that just happens to have long, light blue hair and a single a eyelash. <laughs> and meek body. Honestly, yes, this, this leader... No, I was about to say, this this gym leader gives me uh, Mikasa vibes from Attack on Titan. Uh, well, no, I didn't watch Attack on Titan. Uh, Grusha used to be a professional snowboarder, but he is now the gym leader of the Glacido Gym full-time. So we do know one of the city's name now is Glacido. Uh, he is an ice-type specialist who has Satitan as his partner, and we will get to those in a bit. He's usually cool-headed, but when battles get heated, he starts showing the emotions he usually keeps pushed down. That's depressing. That is... Mm-hmm. Okay. That's sad. And then we have Clavel, the director of the academy. Your player character will be attending. Uh, both, both versions have a differently named academy, with Scarlet's theme being orange and Violet's being purple. He acts as the director of the academy, and since you're a new student, he will teach you many things about your school. He can be strict, but he can also be kind. He seems to be a friend to Professor Sada and Professor Turo. There is a professor name. named Turo? T-U-R-O. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a it, it sounds like Turo. Even the even the uh, YouTube closed captions when the when the narrator said it said Turo. <laughs> oh, of course it did. Now, for fellow classmates, we have Arvin. Arvin is an upperclassman at the Academy. He's good at cooking and is researching healthy recipes that can help Pokemon feel better. He will be asking you to help him out since he isn't good at Pokemon battles. So essentially, we have a Brock. Yeah, really. We, we, we essentially do. And we already met Nimona last time, and we don't know that. We also have, we have Jacques. Mr. Jacques is your homeroom teacher, and he teaches biology. He is very knowledgeable about Pokemon biology and is a developer of the Pokedex app for the Rotom phone. Of course, it's an app. Damn it. Although the Pokedex looks really cool. It's like a, a 3D rendering of a library now. Yeah, that it is. I'll give you that uh, one. He has a slight, slightly airheaded side to him, and he sometimes loses himself in his research. Although, Gingy, does he look familiar? pull up that tab real quick. Look at his hair. Who are we talking about? Jacques. Is that Goku? No. Wait, what? Think about it. What was in the la who was in the last game? Mm -mm. 
Adaman. Yep, I can see that. He looks like a descendant of Adaman from Legends Arceus, because he doesn't really have a modern-day equivalent yet, so this could be him. That, that's true. And last in the characters is Penny. Who Not has a Penny giant, from the Big Bang giant, Theory. Gigantamax Eevee backpack, so I, I appreciate that. It's we, we have a goth kid. <laughs> <laughs> we have an uwu goth kid. <laughs> Penny is in the same grade as you. She has a bit of a shy personality, and for some reason, she doesn't seem to come to the Academy very often. She's especially fond of her fluffy Eevee bag and always has it on her back. Nice. So, yeah. Uwu Goth Kid as a friend. Uwu Goth Kid. Yep. Now, I'm not even going to give Jinji a chance. I'm going right into Pokemon. Hey! Motherfucker. Okay, you know what? Why don't you, because you went over the gym leaders, why don't you start off with the gym leader's partner? Yes, we have a new ice type called Satitan, the Terra Whale Pokemon. Strong muscles and thick blubber. Satitan need to have tough muscles to be able to support their immense bodies, and physical attacks using their bodies have incredible power. They also migrate around the snowy region, protecting, protected by a thick layer of sub subcutaneous fat. Their horn on the upper jaw freezes the surroundings. So Titan has five hard horns. Phrasing. <laughs> Among them, the horn on the upper jaw is able to gather ice energy, making the surrounding temperature extremely low and freezing the area around the Pokemon. This is an ice type that weighs 1,543.2 pounds. Holy shit! The ability shit. is thick fat or slush rush and is 14 feet 9 inches tall. Wow. It is Satitan. And the next Pokemon on the list, the name alone. While I was watching this trailer, I was crying because I was laughing so hard. We have Fido, the puppy Pokemon. It is a fairy type. Uh, one, one foot tall. It weighs 24 pounds. And the only ability that we know of that it has is own tempo. Uh, this Pokemon has a moist, smooth feeling to it. Sorry for those people who hate that word. Fido's moist, smooth moist. skin has elastic qualities and is both firm and soft at the same time. That's what she said. Uh, when these Pokemon become excited, they intimidate their opponents by puffing up their bodies to appear bigger. Uh, its uh, breath contains useful yeast. Fido ferments things in its vicinity using the yeast in its breath. Said yeast is useful for cooking, so this Pokemon has been protected by people since long ago. And it's quite literally a little puppy Pokemon. Oh my god. You, you, you know there's going to be so many yeast infection jokes with that thing. <laughs> I did not think about that. I thought about oh, that's, that's like, That's funny. Just something like MatPat would fucking say, like how they can just yeast some specific cellular cell of your body and just make you implode or some shit. And now... No, Matt, that would just be making puns. Because that thing's name is a freaking pun. That it is! It's it, so good! It's a Pokemon. Everything's... It, all Pokemon's names are generally a fucking pun or something. And now we are going to one other Pokemon that was revealed through this our trailer. Our first regional forum. Our first regional forum. We have Paldean Wooper. It is the Poison Fish Pokemon. It is now, instead of Water Ground, it is Poison Ground. 
It is one foot four inches tall, weighs 24.3 pounds, and the abilities we have for it are poison point and water absorb. Okay, I'm going to download this picture and I'm going to upload it to Podcast Accord because that, that face is awesome and I'm going to make it into an emote for the server. Uh, they live on land and cover their bodies with a poisonous film. In ancient times, Wooper lived underwater in the Paldea region, but it seemed after losing in a struggle for territory, they began living in bogs on land. To keep from drying out while living on land, they began to cover their bodies with a poisonous film. Uh, poison, Powerful poisonous liquid emits from, th- from their tough gills. These Wooper gills have hardened thanks to living on land for so long. Their bodies are heavy and they move slowly, but they can protect themselves by shooting powerful poisonous liquid from their gills. You may see poison Pokemon in areas where these Wooper live. And th- that Wooper is just amazing. Like, I, I can tell you guys right now, while I am so hesitant on uh, just who I want to potentially run on the team as far as, like, the starter goes, because I'm on the fence now, <laughs> I can tell you, I'm running a Fido, and I'm running a Wooper. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I can at least ad- admire that Fido's at least a fairy type and not a normal type. Yeah, I swear to God. Swear to God, DJ, if you talking shit on my amper. Uh, I don't know. Probably be good with some butter. <laughs> so yeah, that was it as far as new Pokemon <laughs> goes. So do you think it has a new evolution? Yes. Because we didn't see any Quagsires. We did not. And I mean, Grant... Take it with the grain of salt, but at least moving forward from Sword and Shield, and now obviously Legends Arceus, it really seemed that they're uh, going down the path of giving regional evolutions instead of just regional forms of evolved Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, yes, we have a regional form of, you know, Arcanine and and uh, Lily, or not Lily, but Lilligant. And Electrode, but... So, I don't know. My gut is leaning towards a a regional evolution, not just a regional form of Quagsire. I can be wrong, though. And I will be pleasantly surprised. So, all in all, I I think the presentation was fine. Although, it does confirm one thing. Legends Arceus is dead. Isn't that the one that I already said that might get me to play Pokemon again? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, like, this is like the opposite of fucking GTA or Elder Scrolls Online. Like, <laughs> they are immediately killing one of their fucking biggest games that have multiplayer functions and shit. What is well, going I mean, on? Like shutting it down. And Legends Arceus really didn't have any multiplayer. Mm-mm. Yeah. Sure. Were, it, it's a very good single single player experience. Ah, uh, okay. It's the first Pokemon game that multiplayer really is not important. You don't need to trade for Jack. Interesting. Okay. I guess we yeah, also should have uh, mentioned uh, Terrestrial raid battles. 
And it's essentially the raid battles like we had in uh, Sword and Shield. But so much better. Very much so. Because you don't have to wait on anyone. You can just keep attacking. Oh my lord. It's not so it... turn-based anymore. You don't have to wait for little Timmy to use fake out for the fifth dang time. Or, or Marvin's fucking soul rock that spams cosmic power. That just sounds like a fun time. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's better because now you can just keep on attacking. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about your turns being run down or the AIs being stupid because you can't get anybody to play right then. Or, or, I remember this was a thing that people were basically doing some shit like they were letting you, uh, like they were just playing, uh, letting the game run and then just would not do anything so that way you would have to like, uh, you, you would want to like leave the game some shit. I don't know if it was this game, right? But basically, like, it would force you to choose to, like, uh, not play anymore and make, make them win. I don't know if it was this way or it was the uh, the card one, the Yu-Gi-Oh one. Which one? I don't remember. I just remember that, some, that a game had that problem where players would go, go against uh, an AI online and the, the AI would basically just run their turn down uh, yeah, basically that, that uh, as of late has been Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Alright, so that, the, you, well, there's no chance for that happening if it's just, like, fucking, like, lit immediately from the get-go. But it also makes it much more team-centric, because you can ease, much, much better coordinate things, really. Mm -hmm. so, the raid battle can be works. much more fun. I would love to see how it works. It's just, I'm, I'm excited for the fact that we can live play together in the same area, see each other run around. And more importantly, four people riding a mixture of Karaidon and Miraidons. Yeah, you can drag your legendary to other people's world. It's like, hey, that's not supposed to exist here. <laughs> Screw you, multiverse theory. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. This this one this one should be a very very fun experience at the very least. Oh, one hundred percent. I find it funny. Um, I just found this on Tumblr. Um, according to the map, of, a map of Spain, the center where there's the giant crater with a with a freaking hurricane in it. That's the same spot in Spain where Madrid is. What? <laughs> the city of Madrid. <laughs> so, so the comment is, well, they nuked Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm like, no. yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll post the image in the... Uh... I believe you with my whole heart. So that's the map. And for that's a map of Spain. For some reason, I thought you said Brazil, and I just lost it for like half a second. <laughs> no, th no, that'll be Gen 12. <laughs> Gen 12, you're going to Brazil? I mean, it'll oh, happen Lord. someday, right? <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah, it, it, it looks like it could be Spain, man. Like, Spain, especially with like... 
I believe there's an island to the right of Valencia, uh, and there's an island on the map on the right as well. So yeah, well, yeah, this is, I think it's Spain, uh, yeah. Well, it's Spain and Portugal. They're not going to split it up. Obviously, they want to keep them together. And it looks like the uh, the bridge going out to France is a little bit thinner than in reality, but it's, it's very mountainous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very true. But uh, I think this game has a lot, lot of potential. I just hope it lives up to it, and it's at least a very fun multiplayer experience because that can make even the worst games fun. You're able to just play it with friends and rib on it. That, to me, it gives just more playability in that sense. Don't make me buy this fucking game, Dom. Do it. Although we know, even though Headfrecker, even though our friend Headfrecker is getting the game, she is not going to be happy while playing it because she hates these legendaries with a passion. Yeah. She Why? Coridon is so cool. She thinks they're both stupid. I mean, I think she after the gas right gas on meme, she just no. In fact, I'm gonna go on Google right now and see if I can't find a badass Coridon image. There's gotta be a fan art for this dude. Obviously there is. Uh, no, fuck, man. How much is a Switch? <laughs> uh, $200? You can probably you get Switch one for maybe about $200 now on the resale market for a base model. Fuck, okay. How much would the game be? 60 Fuck, that is within my fucking price range. No! <laughs> And you wouldn't even have to give it physical because once you have the switch, you can just buy the game on the eShop. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I try aware, to go physical sir. this time around. I bought I mean, digital I'm getting, with Arceus. I'm totally getting both versions. Oh, 100 percent. I'll give it a bit. I'll, I'll look at some gameplay of it. If one of you streams it, let me know so that way I can look at it and see if, 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 if yeah. Oh, we'll both be streaming on launch. I'm probably going to take the day. <laughs> I've oh, already no. put in time off. Jesus Christ, you are hardcore gamers. All right, good to know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we already oh, know that going to be playing it as soon as it hits midnight, because I don't, I don't know if she'll do physical or not. Digital gets it so much faster, because as soon as it's live on the eShop, you just download the freaking thing and go, boop. Obviously, well, waiting for the physical, you have to wait for people to actually bring you the thing. Yeah. And I don't think they do the midnight releases like they used to since, you know, pandemic. Otherwise, I'm, I would probably try to do the GameStop or something. Maybe I'll see if they have the dual pack for pre-order and see if they'll do a late night release. I've been getting them through Amazon. But even then, that that still can mean it's like it could be delivered by like 8 p.m. at night, and it was like, I want to play it now. <laughs> like right now, no. Uh, it's gonna be a long three months. It don't release till November, November 18th. Oh fuck! By November, I would have like no, I would have so much more for that. <laughs> You'll have money. <laughs> I have lots of money. I am saving up for my bank loan, my guys. <laughs> nah, Pokemon. Pokemon first. 
Join us. Join us. Join Pokemon. Spend your money on cards. <laughs> I would. Uh... <laughs> Do it. It's okay. an investment. Come, come. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> it really does just sound like a cult at this point. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're fucking like putting time off just to play it at launch, you freaks. I mean, have you seen the people that play Madden? We're not, we're, they're much worse than we are. I mean, I haven't seen them, so I only have you as or, a reference. I don't know. I was going to say Call of Duty, but like, is that culture even there anymore for those games? It is. It's just it's just weaker. And now now it's as now it's as strong as a cult classic, if not a little bit better. Because I mean, like when Modern Warfare two and three dropped, those went, people were going bananas, and especially I think it was Black Ops one when that dropped. There were so many people in my high school. It was like, yeah, you're not gonna see me that day. That's Black Ops day. That's Call of Duty day. <laughs> Now I see where you're getting the whole putting time off to fucking play games. That was where you got inspired. You must. Be <laughs> hey, those kids! Anytime a good shooter dropped, those kids were gone for that day. And were you one of those kids? Mm, no, I would pick up the game, but I wasn't that deep into the Call of Duty stuff to the point where I'd like skip school or whatever. How about you, Jinji? I played fifth. Gingy <laughs> was one of those children. Well, hey, I was fine. a good boy. I'm pretty sure if we asked the principal, he would say not. Okay, alright. That asshole had it out for me. <laughs> I was gonna get him on it. I knew it. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Let's just go ahead and hop into the bullshit because now this <laughs> asshole's got me on a fucking rant. We'll be right back. Gingy's famous high school rants. <laughs> What's up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now, we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, and thanks to this asshole fucking horse, that principal <laughs> had it out for me. He's a sure fucking dick. Did. I mean, I may or may not have been a naughty child in middle school, but you know what? That's besides the point. He was my assistant principal then. And when I started freshman year, here I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm finally free of that asshole. And then I hear the announcements go off, and I hear that familiar voice. I'm like, oh, that, that sounds familiar. And then he said his name. And I'm, I'm not going to say his name online, but... <laughs> 
God damn it. And also, just in general, fuck that school. If you were not on uh, a sports team or the fucking cheerleader squad, the majority of the staff did not give a fuck about you. And there, there are obvious exceptions, because I, I met some of my favorite teachers there. And some I still, in fact, have contact with to this day. But I don't like it because the year after I graduated, they started fixing the place. <laughs> right, and now oh, they have God. that big walk around instead of, you know, going outside. To give context, our school had two separate wings where the top floors were not connected. So everyone had to file downstairs, go into the middle to switch over. The year after I graduate... They start construction to connect the two top wings. <laughs> Which is bullshit. And then they added Dunkin' Donuts across the street to just say extra screw you. <laughs> because when we were seniors, they'd let you go off campus, and usually you'd have to drive all the way down the frickin' block. But now, oh, you can just walk across the street and get a donut. Oh, no. So you yeah. left the school better than you better than when you had it. Or you were the mistakes that would make the school not get to its full potential. Gingy, did, I mean, any, of your, did any of your naughty, uh, naughty, naughty times uh, cause property damage or cost the school? Um, well, Gingy's never admitted to it, but there was the bathroom arson to, uh, that happened twice. Okay, in all legitimate seriousness, no, I did not do that. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yes, yeah, someone lit the bathroom on fire twice. Ah, uh, okay. And there was also... <laughs> We, we called them the Mad Crapper. It was during my sophomore year. Like, a student pressed his bare ass against the bathroom walls and shat. Do you remember that, DJ? No. And it, you that were a year behind me, too? right? Yeah, I was a year behind you. Yeah, that happened during my sophomore year. So I would have been a freshman. I didn't give two craps. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> wait, wait, no, no. Come on, soundboard, soundboard. Where are you? No, get, get out of here. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Although it's funny, the arson was never caught. No. Then oh. there was... Was that your guys' prank? Doing the uh, skylights and stuff? Yeah, skylights where they spray-painted a bunch of dicks everywhere the night before. Yeah, that, was, that was the senior prank for that year. It also happened to be a day where elementary school students were visiting. Yeah, I mean... Again, All the front I was windows not responsible. And the skylights were just painted with dicks. <laughs> oh God, that happened to that happened to my school too. And so they, the principal was so pissed, and they had hired a window washers like immediately, and they probably paid for paid so much money to get that stuff cleaned so quickly. And they even he came on the monitors like, "We will prosecute." Like, yeah, good luck finding the people who did it. And they were so mad at anyone trying to record it. Like, I remember trying to take a picture in the hallway, and it's like, hey, you, turn that off! Like, no evidence allowed. <laughs> this didn't happen. About to answer your, your question there, Dom. Uh, property damage, no. But theft at some level, yes. Alright. You hear it here, folks. <laughs> it's too late now. No, I look. I have no fucking high horse to climb onto for my end because after I left my school, 
they installed they installed barbed wire around the campus and also installed cameras all over the place and that was 100% my fault damn but no I was uh, I was able to kind of like contort my arm into the bottom part of a soda vending machine and I was able to pull pop off of the bottom shelf without paying for it nice you pulled a bender yeah I pulled a bender that's right Nice. But now I haven't ugh, haven't gotten an invite yet for the you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even get an invite. Nor nor would I would have shown up to be honest with you. But yeah, my ten year high school reunion was last year. Uh didn't I gotta, go. Could give two fucks. They created a Facebook group for mine for this year, but literally no one said anything that I've seen. Like, I don't think anyone is all that interested. I mean, the most I would want to do is I'd want to actually just... I'd love to go to inside and just to see what all the changes were now that they completely demolished and replaced the front. I've I've been through it once, and it is, it's fucking nice. All right. Which just makes it worse, but... Who is it? What was I going to say? Fuck! I was going to say something! I'm sorry! <laughs> Shit! But, okay, all right, yeah, I remember. Uh, we here at Pixels and Polygons do not condone the vandalism and or theft of school and private and public property. Please be nice kids if, you, if you're a kid, which I hope you're not because we swear a lot. But we do not condone it. Just, just throwing that out there. Jesus. <laughs> no, we don't, we, don't, we don't condone that. School is weird, and we are weirder for it. Public education was a mistake. Oh, uh, yeah. Homeschool your kids. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, Homeschool actually, your kids. no. Tell what you're doing. Let, let me rephrase. Be sure to educate your children, because the schools are only going to do so much for them. Don't just expect schools to teach them everything that they actually need to know because it, it'll just teach them what they need to work. Mm -hmm. Guide your children to trade jobs. They'll be better for it. Yep. And teach them how to do fucking taxes. And now it's the budget. <laughs> yep. Teach them about the return of investment, for fuck's sakes. They, they go out into the world thinking that everything is sunshine and rainbows and then they get fucking stabbed. <laughs> the value of a dollar. <laughs> anyway, moving away from real stuff, uh, I know I know we talk about game stuff, but I really want to talk about this. Uh, you guys see what's been happening with Warner? No, what? No. Uh, they just canceled like a bunch of stuff. Shit, really? DC related? Uh, yes, actually, they just canceled the Batgirl moving Batgirl movie after filming all of it. Yep. Why? Uh, uh, because Discovery is the new owners, and they're trying to get their money back. <laughs> because because Warner's in so much freaking debt. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, what else did they cancel? Uh, the Sco the new Scooby Doo movie that was set to premiere later this year. Ooh, Bastards! Yeah, that's also also already filmed. And you know, you know what makes it worse, Gingy? It was going to be a crossover with Mystery Incorporated. It's 
for the best, Genji. They probably would have ruined your fucking childhood for the ninth time. Well, you know what makes the Batgirl thing hurt worse? It was going to have Michael Keaton in it. Oh, my no, God. And Brendan Fraser. Oh. The Mummy movies. Who is this guy? Oh, wait. What? Oh, my fucking... He's fat. Okay, holy shit. Hey. What do you mean to Brendan Fraser? He's a cool guy. I, never, I I just stated what his physical body weight was at. I did not say anything about his personality. I love this man. I just <laughs> it's just a shock seeing him being so expanded. Have you guys are you guys fans of Serenity? Uh no. I didn't want the Firefly stuff. No. Sorry, yeah, Firefly. Gigi. Nope. Fuckers. <laughs> Sorry, fuck you all. Alright, fuck God damn it. Nah, it's, just, it's one of the few sh old shows that I've watched that people normally was get. He, in there? Uh, he was the main character! I think you're thinking of Nathan Fillion. No, I'm thinking about. Wait, wait, uh, did they look the same? They look. They, they're fairly similar. Oh shit, no, yeah, they're right. <laughs> I, I mean, was about to say. Go, if you want the most popular thing with Brendan Fraser, and it was in the it was the early two thousands Mummy movies. Yeah, no, I I remember the the one where we, he was teaming up with some cartoons. I didn't even watch the Mummy movies. Mummy two more, but actually, Mummy three Did was my favorite. Just because they finally got rid of the they got rid of the stupid creepy bugs that dug into your skin and ate you from the inside out. The scarabs. Yeah. I hate those things. I don't like things that go in your skin. Ah, uh, you would not like the rat bucket. I don't want to know. Ah. Uh, yeah, it was going to have those two starring in it. Michael Keaton was going to be Batgirl's Batman mentor. So, uh, also, we haven't had any word on Young Justice Season 5. Season 4 wrapped up, apparently, already. So, that could be cancelled. Um... We're still waiting to see if the Flash movie is going to release because that has a whole lot of baggage with it now. Like, why... If, 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 you're having, if you're having a budget issue, why would you cancel the movie that's going to bring because you... Because then you can write it off as a tax thing. Uh, uh, see, dumb. this is why we you got to homeschool your kids about this sort of fucking stuff. How to commit tax fraud. Well, Jesus it's Christ. Not, it's not fraud. It's it should be. Come on. I mean, they're saying the uh, they did test screen the Batgirl movie, I guess, and it did not it did not review well. So I guess they just decided to shelve it. They would earn more and money. And now there's rumors. It, there's rumors that Discovery it. might even shut down HBO Max in favor of their own streaming service, Discovery Plus. That's still in the rumor phase, but. Uh, I don't know. We don't know what's going on with Warner now that Discovery's in charge. I thought it was Warner taking over Discovery, not Discovery taking over Warner, so things are going in a much different direction than I thought it would. These motherfuckers better not cancel that Hogwarts Legacy game, I swear to God. I doubt they'll do that. Uh, especially with how close it is. I don't think we have a release date for that. Uh, this year, I believe. I know it's supposed to be later this holiday. December 2022. 
somebody knows this coming from me. Okay. So Warner Brothers is tanking. Uh, any other news on their other DC related shows? Um, other than what we saw at Comic Con, I don't think so. Although I didn't see the fact that they're going ahead with that Batmobile show is the stupidest thing. What? They're making a preschool show where the superheroes are the cars of all the heroes. Oh my god. It's like the Batmobile and the Bat Bike and all that stuff. They're alive and they fight crime. <sighs> uh-huh. It's called Bat Wheels. Yeah, because uh, a fucking I can only think of one more person member of the Justice League that has a fucking vehicle, and I'm talking one of the members from like the 180 members. I think only one of them besides Batman mm. has a vehicle. Well, unless you look at the toys. Obviously, they're going to give everybody a fucking vehicle. Even though they don't need it. So, Fire there's the bike. Batmobile, the bike, there's a tiny car, there's a monster truck, there's the Batplane. Great. Are they, all, are they all from Batman? Is there no, like, fucking Superman or... It's Superman? all Batman. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And apparently, the Joker is in it as a bus. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, bus. Oh no. I'm I'm fucking oh, no. done. <laughs> I don't know, maybe the Joker's a hippie. Who knows? Or is it a school bus? Magic maybe school that's bus? Even worse. Exactly. Let's not let the Joker around kids. Any of them. And before I lose any other brain cells for the show, DJ, where can people find you? They can find me at twitch.tv slash djskywalker716 where we stream Tuesdays through Thursdays from 6pm to 9pm central. We are on vacation until uh, frick, what's the date? Uh, the 9th for now because sick. Nice. With the rules of nature. Alright, Dom. Where can people find you? On the vast you can interwebs. find me on uh, Sadix Men's uh, at Sadix Men on Twitter. You can find me at uh, YouTube, uh, the Maldos Gaming Channel, and maybe soon you might find me in DJ Stream as we go for raft because I think I'm actually gonna buy I'm, use that and as an excuse to not buy Pokemon. Huzzah! You bitch. <laughs> Where can people find you, Jinji? You can find me at my personal Twitter at Raging Ginger. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast for any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions. Excuse me. Huzzah. You can find the show at uh, PPAF Podcast. We have another show under the Pixels banner, which is Pop Shock Peeps. Uh, DJ, after this, uh, please don't leave. We should probably try to figure out next episode. Um,. So yeah, you can find that exclusively on Spotify. Uh, let's see. I think that's it for any questions, comments, or concerns. Mine is DMing me. I'm all ears. Ha ha, suck it, fuckers. Uh, you can email the show directly at ppandfpodcast.gmail.com. So with that being said, you guys, this has been episode 192 or Sunflora of Pixels. I've been your host, Genji. I've been an imaginary horse. And I've been, I don't know, some freak from the boy. And it's been a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Alright, you guys.
guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week for 193.